Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my website to recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And, as always, I'm so glad you're here with me today. Don't know if your day is just getting started, if it's just winding down, maybe it's somewhere smack dab in the middle. I don't know, but here we are. Mine's just getting started. I have no desire to drink today, and I do have my regular blend of coffee in front of me. Actually, my day is not just getting started. It started about five hours ago. I got up when it was dark, did my normal routine, actually went to the gym with my wife, went to a meeting in person, created some artistic stuff, took a shower, got ready for the day. After all that, now I'm sitting here talking with you. Then I'm going to go to my place of employment for a little bit. I will have the day after that. To relax. Purposefully relax. Nothing heavy or serious. So, yeah. I want to read a couple questions that I got from you that I'll start reading. At least a question. on Fridays and then I'm going to get into what I wanted to talk about so here we go first question will be how do you take people through the steps I try to follow as closely as I can what's in the chapter working with others um Meaning I will get to know the person, um, get to know their background, ask them questions so I know how to proceed, so I know how I can be most helpful to them. I don't have a cookie-cutter approach. It's different with everybody. Um, How it starts is different with everybody. Some people I read... um, about alcoholism with them from the big book. 
but it's largely eh, something that's kind of an intuitive thing. The principle is I don't try to push it down. I don't try to force them into doing it, doing anything or believing anything. I kind of match their willingness and let them kind of let me know how to go forward. One example would be like, sometimes I'll talk to somebody and I'll say, okay, do you think you're alcoholic? And they'll be like, oh yeah, I've always known that. In that case, talk about what that means to them. What do they mean by that? We'll talk about much of what they talk about in there's a solution and more about alcoholism, the, the insanity of the first drink, um, the phenomenon of craving. I'll talk about my own experience with trying to stop the thoughts I had that overrode those attempts. Um, despite the consequences, and sometimes people will have a very different understanding of what alcoholism is than what's in the book. And that's kind of where I will focus because in my experience, once I really understood the big book's definition of the problem, the application of the solution worked infinitely better, not even comparable. So... There's a lot to entangle there sometimes for a person. Um, but that's where I will go sometimes. Sometimes people are real clear on it. And I'll ask them if they're open to there being a higher power. We'll talk about that. And then once they get up to step three, which varies, um, I will read the big book with them line by line with a clear cut direction start on page 60. And um, I'll try and do exactly what is in that book. So I don't, I make it clear people are not under obligation to me. I don't make people call me all the time. I don't, that, that, you know, it just varies. I just try to do what's in the book. That's how I do it. I hope that answered your question. Always happy to elaborate on that even more if you want to write. You have more things about that you want to say. Okay. I'll just read this question. <clears throat> I know you enjoy Emmett, Fox, Emmett Fox's writings. What other authors would you be reading um, or was that the last book you read? Uh, they around the year with Emmett Fox. I don't really read myself. Sometimes my wife and I will read Until Today together. It's a great book. I don't remember who wrote it. But it's called Until Today. It was a gift from our friend Lucy. Um, Every once in a while, there'll be various things here and there, but in terms of specific authors that I read, um, that is about it at this point. When I first got sober, I was reading 
a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> but for myself, that started to take me away from the plot after a while. Like, just the endless, like, God's, I don't know, for me it became very simple. God's here. God wants me to be present and alive for people around me and for my highest self to reach my potential. So I'm very careful with how much of that I do now in a day. Sometimes in the past, I mean, I've said on here, there's an analogy about the steps are like putting together a bike and then you ride the bike. If you had a bike given to you that you were put together, somebody would help you put it together. And a bike is designed to be able to have and ride and go enjoy. You might have to change some parts here and there sometimes. Got to change a tire, got to keep it clean, got to do this kind of stuff. But it's designed to be an all-terrain vehicle that you can keep riding from here on out. And after I got the message that I feel like I have today, when I was almost three years sober, I kind of started to see it that way and stopped taking my bike apart over and over and over and over and over again. And I just try and ride it now. Anyways, I wanted to share something with you about my day yesterday and how simple this works in my life after 33 years of sobriety. So yesterday I woke up and my head was kind of loud. And it had been rumbling for a little bit in the previous days, but it was starting to get loud. Yesterday morning I woke up and it was just loud. I was, what I mean by that is I woke up and I was like arguing with people in my head. Conversations I have not had with people. I was arguing with people. And I was complaining about stuff. And I used to live there. That used to be the din that was my mental landscape. And the process of the 12 steps changed that and made my head much more quiet. And I'm used to it being quiet now. And so I thought, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do an inventory. I'd done one pretty recently, but I'm going to do an inventory because I clearly have some resentments happening. So I got a piece of paper right there. And I had no idea what was going to come out. But what I do is I go through the entire process. I write down resentments, first three columns, and then I try and look at it from an totally different perspective. I look for my part, where have I been selfish in my thoughts or behaviors? Where am I making this about me and my thoughts or actions? 
Then I will write down my fears if I have any. Then I will write down any way I have used my sex power selfishly. It's not always all there. It's not always a lot. But yesterday, it was like 26 resentments. A few fears. And a couple other things. I wrote it all. Read it to someone. And... I feel so different since then. It's just crazy how the inner experience has been since then. I feel like a different person. It's like all of that was trash. And it's like I threw it out. God removed it. It's not there. I feel differently. It's not, hasn't been an effort. To be patient hasn't been an effort, hasn't been contrary action. Because the self, as God can remove whatever self has blocked you off, I just feel like, I just feel different. I feel like (laughs) I have access to a new power just simply because of the absence of the self, the resentment and the fear and the self-centeredness. crazy that in a nutshell is how I worked the program and then I didn't have to make any direct amends or wasn't didn't shake out like that so I just Went about my day after that and just felt my thoughts about people were so different. My feelings towards people were so different. I just felt automatically there was just what was left was compassion and patience and love and tolerance and just wanted to contribute. So I just wanted to share that because for myself living this way of life is not about not making mistakes, not screwing up, not becoming selfish, not getting resentments, not having fears come and go, but it's about acknowledging these things when they do happen and doing something, using these tools that we've been given to do something about it and then going to try and live a life that's worth saving. So today it feels really good. It did not take me long to do a whole inventory, by the way. 26 resentments, four columns, a few fears, a little harmful conduct area, It's taking out the trash. It's not something to relive. Something to look at. To see it. Recognize it for what it is. And then... Acknowledge it. Say it out loud to somebody. Share it. And then... Let God take it. 
for me, that works really well. It's not fussy. Didn't take long. Started writing it like, I don't know when. Maybe seven in the morning. And I was reading it to, I was reading it to somebody at eight. Anyways, I don't know if that helps somebody. There it is. All right, I'm off. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go sign some autographs. I'm on the cover of a magazine called Malibu Life with a Y, L-Y-F-E. It's weird because I don't even live in Malibu. But I just kind of represent that life because of my stylish looks because of my body and my face <laughs> so dumb because of my sun-kissed hair and my <laughs> dude shut up dumb not funny <laughs> write to me if you want to sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com send me a message on instagram sarcastic.a.book check out the books if you haven't already go to the website if you haven't already and uh, if this is helping you pass it on tell somebody about it love that so much alright here we go what an amazing for you right now if anybody needs to hear it I'll say everything's okay I do not know why my life was saved but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving and I hope you'll do the same <laughs>